0: Hi guys! Welcome to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Assyria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Hi guys, so, um, I guess let's just jump right into it. Um, the second wave of DLC for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has been released. I'm, you know what? If you, okay, let's just get this out the way. If you have not purchased Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Nintendo Switch, I don't know what's wrong with you. Number one, that game looks beautiful. Number two, the amount of support that people are still playing that game via online to this day. And the first wave of the DLC, because you know there's like eight. The amount of support, I'm really hoping they just go on and give us nine of the next generation. I'm not that naive, guys. I'm not that much of a fan. of Like, you know, because I... Do like the game. In fact, I love it. And I love that they are constantly giving it support. They have made that $60 well worth that game. And that's what I mean about quality in the game. I haven't played that game in probably a good year and a half. I'm not even joking, guys. No, no, not a year and a half because I did play the new update. But you know what I mean? I get well into it. But, it is something about Nintendo games. Every time I put those games on, I just smile. I just smile. But, Let's get back into what we were talking about before. I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep going off on a tangent, but... It is what it is. Um... But the DLC. The second wave will be coming out... August 4th. The highlights for me. And, uh, and this is another thing that kind of, like, you know, surprised me. Um... A lot of people like the... Wario Pinball! That was on the um the Nintendo Nintendo DS. I didn't like that board. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. But High Sky Sunday, that looks so much fun. And, and I actually like that they are at a New York Minute. That is a good board. Now, if you don't know, it's on the tour. That's the um, mobile version of the Mario Kart. They added Sydney Sprint, Snowland, Mario Kart Circuit 3, Calamari, Desert, and Mushroom Gorge. Now, if you pay that $25 for that you'll be getting all of this and you know this is going through 2023 so I said all that to say this it's a bargain go and pay for it right now and the games is incredibly fun what are other big news that happened this week Grand Theft Auto 6... Will... Have... It's first... Female... Protagonist... And... It will add... It will be set... In... Miami... Why... Are they constantly... Going through the same... Like you know... Neighborhoods... You got New York... then you got LA... And then you got Miami... Now... I gotta be honest with you guys... Now... Vice City... I maybe it's just my you know I don't like I don't like Miami. I know I know it's not I just I just don't like Florida. I know I know it's weird I did enjoy Vice City but not for the gameplay and not for the characters. I'm going to be honest with you guys. You want know why I like Vice City? Vice City had the best, uh, the best soundtrack. The best. And so, it's so weird, but I only played because I wanted to listen to the music. And so I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to listen to the music, I might as well just play the game. But the story was not strong. They did, however, capture that 80s vibe. Now, that's going on to, uh, Auto 6. Bitch. There's going to be a female character that's going to lead this. Well, of course she's going to be part of some mafia. I mean, hello. And, um, it's supposed to be influenced by the story of, um, Bonnie and Clyde. There's not much. They did say that they're going to add on. See, that's that's the that's the thing. Cause see, you know what? Five didn't get any add-ons. Then, of course, you got the GTA um GTA Online aspect to it. But do you remember when four when they got like you know the Ballad of Tony um and um the other DLC? But all of that got, no I, I want I'm excited to see how they, um, how they do this, and they um, said that it's well in development, and hopefully it'll be out in 2023 to late 2024, March 2024. That's the predictions. So, um. Well, the more information we get on it, I'll be here reporting and sharing um, what's going on. Moving on, let's talk a bit about this multiverse. Now, we talked about this yesterday. You remember when it was at the Comic-Con San Diego and, you know, they talked about Shaq and whatnot. Now, there's the game, from what I've seen, now you know, I said this is a launch, a beta, not a launch, a beta, and it reached over 144,000 concurrent players. I'm giving all the praise to... It looks like an interesting, fun game. I can't wait for them to actually release it. And then that's why I will play... I did not get into the beta. I... I'm going to pick the game up when it becomes free to play. I'm not... Not gonna play it. You know what I mean? Um... Let's talk about the 144,000 players that came on. Let me tell you guys something. Let me tell you guys something. I know a lot of Smash players was playing at via computer or Epic Game Stores. And um, I get that. It's cute. But I'm also looking at it at the other side because a lot of people love Smash. Smash is the number one fighting game and the best-selling fighting game in the world. The best-selling. Because people actually like it. Enjoy it. I can't speak very fondly of the community, but... It's a good game. Y'all want that game so bad on your platforms. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Now, of course it was high because it was a beta and everybody was trying to get in and whatnot. I would not know how good the game is until two to three months later after its release. Then then we'll see if it stands the test of time. But congratulations none the last god that sounds like a hating. But just being honest with you guys. Did you guys pick up Xenoblade Chronicles 3? Hmm. I know I did. I have not played it. I downloaded it. I have not played it. I will get um I'll give you guys my impressions of it. Um later on next week. Because I'm gonna have to sit with this game. Cause I like Xenoblade. Xenoblade! Chronicles is reviewing very well and everybody seems to be enjoying it again for my personal history I got into I bought the game Xenoblade Chronicles for the Nintendo Wii I did not play it I was playing something else and then I got the Xenoblade Chronicles X for the Wii U, and that was my official, you know, introduction to that game, and I loved it, like, the, 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 the you know, that the Nintendo Wii, or the Nintendo Switch is very limited. The stuff that they are able to do and how immersed this world is. It's incredible. I mean, this is 15 years. The series has been. Mm -mm -mm. Alright. So, um... to Xbox Xbox and X, um, Xbox Series S and X um, continue to be the fastest selling console ever for Microsoft and you know if anything that anyone talk about with Xbox and stuff like that I always tell people I was like Xbox heyday day will always be the 360 now don't get me wrong the first models with the red ring of death was horrible but even that even then that game say what the hell you want to say that game that game or that game system had arrayed of games and genres that can only be that can be only compared to the Super Nintendo the only system that had the most array of games was the Playstation 2 and keep in mind I love Nintendo but Playstation 2 best game library in the whole entirety of games but enough about that I just wanted to shout out to Microsoft for making this work because I keep telling you guys yeah PlayStation is now doing um some minor upgrades we'll talk about that in a minute but um I still believe that, um, the Xbox has a better value. It has a better value as far as the games and services. Xbox rule. So, let's go back into what PlayStation was talking about. The meta... Oh, not the panel meta. They showed a bit about, um, the PlayStation VR 2. And it's UI and whatnot so this is um you'll be able to see like if they got cameras on the, the headset so you'll be able to you know get x-ray view where you will be able to see outside they it's just a small minor feature but I guess it's to you know to show you where you are, without taking act- taking off the headset, which is smart. But if I'm not mistaken, did the meta do that too? I only own the first P- v- PXVR. I only own that. And I probably played it like 17 times over the, what now, close to 10 years? Not even close to 10 years, but close to eight. Feels like ten. Um. So. Oh, it's, it's okay, it does. Um the Oculus in the metal will have a see-through view. So um so you can see where you are. It'll be in black and white, of course. Um the cinematic mode will feature um, a virtual screen, cinema screen. Uh, the content will be dipl- displayed in 1920 by 1080 HDR video format with a 24/60 hertz and 120 hertz frame rate. I mean, that's good. It will be, um... It will feature a broadcast mode when coupled with the ps 5 HD camera. That's what I told you guys. Hey, 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 hey. I just want to talk to you guys about something. I just bought that uh, PlayStation 5 camera. I just bought that. I bought it for half price. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I bought it for half price. I bought it because I figured that I will be getting this uh, PSVR 2. It probably won't be day one. But I know I will eventually get it. And I knew that that um, camera would play a role in it. Um, where you can stream both what you're seeing in the headset and what you're doing in real life. Now, that's quite clever. Um, it, PlayStation came out and said that they got more than 20 games for launch. Including, um, Call of the Mountain for Horizon, Resident Evil Village, Ghostbusters VR, and, um some other ones that has not been announced what has been announced but you know it's forgettable because no one's really checking for the vr set and meta quest 2 they said they're gonna increase their prices by a hundred dollars which brings it up to 399 which means that the vr is going to be if not five hundred dollars, it's gonna be four hundred dollars base model. So there you go. Now the places you find is getting a a release for beta, and in this update. Um, it will be featuring support for 1440p monitors you will also be able to get folders you also may be able to compare a 3d and stereo audio um, among some other things pop-up if, you're playing, if your friend is playing the game, and it will pop up, and you'll be able to go and join them, just do that pop-up. So, that's kind of cool. I'm glad that they actually brought that back. I'm glad that they brought that back. Um, but it, right now, it's in beta. They want to see how um, it works and whatnot with the public, that being... And, um, hopefully they'll be releasing that game, or that update, really soon. The last bit of, um, news was, um, the developers of The Outer Wild, um, had released a trailer. For the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S, you will be able to be playing that game with an update that is coming um, in 4K and 60 frames per second. If you already own the game, uh, you'll be able to get a free update. And that game should be coming, uh, the update should be coming out why did I read that wrong? It's already out. But no, oh no, what? it should be coming out. That's what I mean. The thing that, um, it's out now. That update is out now. What I meant was, is that the Switch version to that game is still in development. And they just want to confirm that it is coming out. Alright guys, and those were your top stories in gaming. And now, here's your top stories in pop culture. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she's here. Beyoncé is officially renaissance the album um, act one is officially release okay I'm gonna give you guys my first impressions leading up to the release of the album this is what happened this is my thing um leading up to the release of the album I didn't hear nothing actually I didn't hear nothing um uh, but Khalees went to Instagram because she had a song that was sampled of, um, that was sampled. Hold on. Okay. Milkshake was an interlobe on energy. Okay. Um, and she heard the song and she heard that, um, this is Khalid's. A police said that they stole that um, they stole that that song from her. Now, I was like, do you know? Okay, if anybody knows anything about being on your way to jail for plagiarism, like you know. <laughs> But I don't blame Beyoncé, because Beyoncé is a talent, and I don't blame her. I do blame her team. But then when you go to the, the you know, you look into it and stuff like that, um... It's... It's more of how the, how the industry t- treated Khalees. Thank you, Pharrell Williams. Um... Khalid's first album, all of the rights and all the songs and her masters belongs to Pharrell. So Pharrell clearly allowed Beyonce to, you know, to clear the sample of said song on that, um, on energy. A lot of people was like... You know... This is kind of shady. Kelly should be... You know... Making a... You know... She shouldn't be having a role. Or she shouldn't be like... You know... Making noise about this. But I... Get... How she... She wasn't even coming... At Beyoncé. She was speaking... On the principle... On the integrity... Of... This... Industry. It's how they simply did not ask or notify Khalees and, you know, there was like, she was like that she wasn't even like, you know, it was a collaboration, it wasn't a collaboration, this is her, she's like, it wasn't a collaboration, they stole that song from her, which in fact, I, was she aware of the contract that she signed with, um... Pharrell. Who knows? No one is not arguing that. What is the argument is, and we're gonna get into the Beyonce stuff, but it's gonna circle all the way around. Um, Pharrell is going around screaming how artists should be having the rights to their music and, you know, their art. But yeah, here he is. He's stealing, you know, stole her whole catalog. And that's what Khalice was screaming about. She was like, she doesn't want, you know, somebody to not credit her for her contributions to, not to the song, but even if it's because, you know, you got producers and whatnot. But um, she said that it was like a hit job. D and I looked at it the same way. I was like, the very least I could have did was contact the girl and said, you know, hey, there's this song. We would like to feature your, you know, song a little bit on it. How do you feel about that? The fact that they didn't do that means they completely shut that girl out. Now, when it comes to Beyonce, who was always talking about women empowerment, she was like, you who is at the head of all of this, should have cleared it with her and just called her up and say, listen, mama, I got this new album. I have this song. And Pharrell wants to, like, you know, sample milkshake. I I did not want to just go through Pharrell even though I'm not really supposed to be you know there's lawyers and all of that involved but I also want to give you a heads up how do you feel about this that's all she was saying and people was all up in their feelings of course everybody's on Beyonce tits right now but she found out like everybody else that was the first controversy. So then the album came out. Now, when I listened to the album the first time, I was like, okay. Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. This album is Omar. It's an homage to the ball culture she dedicated this album to her gay uncle who was part of the ballroom scene and so this if you don't know anything about ballroom this album will fly over your head It's meant to... It's meant to give you... I I, I wouldn't go disco, but I would definitely go, like... Early 80s. Like, they haven't gotten rid of the disco at the moment. But it gives you... early 80s dance, like dance, like you go to a club, but it's a gay club, it's a gay club, and that's what this album was, it was It was was an album to shine on the contributions of that era and how it continues to impact the music to this very day. To this very day. Everybody in their mama knows that the Queens and the kids ride, the ride. For Beyonce and everything that she do. And this is a celebration and uh, to for them and the culture. And I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at her. I didn't get it. I didn't get it when I first heard it. And I woke up the following day and I kind of played it again. I said I need to you know, give it a give it a chance. But then I put my mind in the setting of okay, this is this is um this is a cultural album. And um I was thinking about the ballroom, I watched a couple of ballroom videos, and I really like you know just said don't try to construct it just let it wash over you after doing that and listening to the album I got it and I said oh this is a cute album this album is going to sell a lot because again if you are LBGTQ or affiliated with it, you will get this album. You will understand this album. And what it what it celebrates. And shout out to Beyonce for making it. Another thing. Another thing. She rolled up. Oh, and when I tell you about the pictures that she sent out for this album, the promotions for this album, bitch, she ate the fuck. Beyonce is really loving her body. She is really loving her body. Like, bitch, come through. Um, 36 hours prior to the album release, the album was late. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that her album was released. And you know what? Here's the thing. This is how much power this woman has. People was anticipating this album so much that even though that album was out, people still didn't listen to it. They really wanted to honor and listen with everyone else. Girl, the timeline was just flooded with um, Beyoncé and her pictures and her promotion and her music. Now, let me look at this list because I'm going to tell you what I liked on the album. After, after listening to it, of course, the second song. Cause I streamed it on um, what's you call it again? Um, um, what's my um, uh, Apple, Apple, not Apple Radio, but what is it called? Um. Uh, Apple Music. Whew. Um, I listened to it. I thought it was, I thought that it was cute. Um, my favorite songs was, uh, Church Girl, Drunk All Groove. I didn't like the first part of that song, but the ending of that song, my God, transcendent. Bitch, you ate the fuck out of that. And then the way it transitions into the next song. Great production. Great production. I like moved. I like heated. I like, um... I love, 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 um, Pure Honey. I love that song. I thought that song was just everything. Um, the album is a good album. Um, again, it didn't grab me at first. It didn't grab me at first, but give kudos to, um, Beyonce. She ate the fuck out of that album. It has 16 songs. Go check it out. Go check it out. She earned that. And I'm gl- and you know what, to be honest with you guys, I am actually glad that I didn't even know that damn album leaked. I didn't even know it leaked. Because, I mean, like, for the week prior, it was, like, literally dead when it came to anything related to Beyoncé. Dead On my timeline... On my timeline... It was dead... So that's why I didn't know that the album released... Now let's talk a little bit about this New York Bishop... Um... Whitehead or whatever the fuck his name is... That crook... I hate... You know what? I'll be honest with you guys... I hate motherfuckers like that... I hate motherfuckers like that... I hate... People... Who take who profit? This nigga went and he got robbed. online he was doing his church sermon and whatnot, and he got robbed of close to four hundred thousand dollars of jewelry and stuff like that. I'll give him the benefit of that The nigga stole or was like you know, um, finance finessing. $900,000... Out of his congregation... And then he went on... A, um, a podcast... It's not even a podcast... I guess it was like a small like you know... Interview... Where he went after two people... Who criticized his... Shenanigans... In the church... And called the man you know a queen and called the girl fat and stuff like that like the his persona his persona was her nigga that went to jail got out and decided to like you know get into the church talking about he's a safe individual when in fact he's not safe he's just as corrupt and he realized that there's a loophole on how to make money and he did it that way this nigga going around here having all these fancy-ass cars like but your church You got a storefront church You got a storefront church and you you going around here driving these 200,000 $100,000 cars crook 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 anytime i see any that's why i'm like you can you can say whatever you want to say to me i look when that nigga got robbed i said he must have did something that um that made him deserve it and no one deserves to get robbed not in my goddamn book but the way how it went down I said, nah, something isn't right about that. And then come to find out that man was finessing his whole congregation. And this woman, out of $900,000, talking about he's going to be paying her back in, uh, um, in payments so that she can maintain her life. Like, just a fucking crook. Just a fucking crook. And I'm glad it happened to him. I don't understand. I can't for the life of me figure out how the fuck can y'all constantly keep playing up to this shit. And I'm not talking about the black communities. I'm not are talking about the um Mexican communities. Because the whites are the worst. It's like they play on y'all weaknesses. These con men. And y'all just throw money at them. Just throw my y'all are actively trying to buy your way into God's good graces. And all I have to say to this, say to that is this if you are trying to buy your way into God's good graces, where the fuck you get on this earth? must have been that goddamn heinous. That no one knows about. That's a bad man. That man is shit. I don't even want to give y'all his name. Because he's such shit. On to some good news. Jordan Peele. New film. Um Nope with to number one why are y'all trying to um i'm glad that they did that i haven't seen it yet i told you guys i was gonna give you a review but i could not get that um tuesday coupon and i'm not going in paying full price for it because i don't want to be i don't want to plan on a big screen i'm the kind of person that likes it playing on a smaller screen in the theater because it seems that like i can pay closer attention to it and at that time, there isn't a lot of people playing or hanging out in that theater. AKA, I'm able to listen and get to my money's worth. So, it's coming. I'm gonna give you guys my small review when I see it. Kiki, but everyone was trying to make this colorism thing a thing, and it it is, it is. But I think they was trying to like you know pit Kiki Palmer against um Zendaya cuz Zendaya is making 20 million and Kiki Palmer is like barely making 10. And um Kiki Palmer has been in um more things than Z- Zendaya. She has been in the game longer than Zendaya. And Kiki Palmer is a fantastic personality, a great actress, and she does her own thing. But her shortcomings isn't... Don't lay those at um, Zendaya's feet. Yes, Zendaya is more, you know, pleasing to the eyes and stuff like that. And she can be like, you know... She's a wonderful personality to be around, but she just got better projects. That's all it is. She's no better than Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer is a great actress, but it's all in where you go and how you do it. Oh, girl, it's so much goddamn bullshit. I say that to say this. Kiki Palmer shortcomings do not lay that at Zendaya's feet. They're both great actresses. If you want to continue to support Kiki Palmer, go and watch that interview like I ask you guys to do on Wired on YouTube. She's funny. Will Smith has um released a video. Talking about um the slab. I, hey, hey, shut up! Hold, hold on, check this out, right? Check this out, right? Check this out. Talk about a master at motherfucker PR. The motherfucker is a master at PR. Chris Rock is going around trying to like you know he's been doing a lot of shows and stuff like that, and in these shows now he is talking about the slab. People are like, you know, trying to like, you know, revive this thing. It died, everyone had to say what they said, but Chris Rock is trying to capitalize off of it. Fine. Go ahead, Chris Rock. Do your thing. That very, this is, this, um, Will Smith actually came out and gave an apology and talked about the thing. This is going to hurt Chris Rock. I know you may feel that I am trying to dampen the um Chris Rock success. It's not, because it's not about Chris Rock. It never has been. It's always been about the principle behind the slap. It's never been about the slap. And I thought that him releasing that video was marketing PR genius. Because it's going to take the wind out of the sales of that concert. Hence why he doesn't have a new, this is Chris Rock, hence why he doesn't have a new set. He only has um, to mention now in his, like, you know, set. Because people are not, like, you know, running to the theaters to see his show anymore video um but shout out to the both parties for like you know making anyone look like you know play the fool uh mama Alice I think her name is lady Alice I think she played in um she played in a lot of movies I only remember her from The Matrix. I remember her, um, she played in Sparkle. She was the mother in Sparkle. Um, I know her name is Alice. And when we talked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Ooh, ooh, hey. I'm so tired of the one and my face Ooh baby you bring up the woman Ha 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 oh, I'm sorry <laughs> I am so silly I love the way we carry on That you understand the feeling you got me really, what can I do with this feeling for your love, sweet love, so what can I do, yeah, yeah. Um, Mary Alice, um, uh, she was, you know what, she was one of those, um, actresses that played like in the background, but she she did leave a great impression she played in the matrix revolutions um and she was also in recalibrated um but i i knew i knew i knew i saw her in women's and bruce's places the women of bruce's place i thought i saw her there um she usually played the mother role um i remember her from sparkle a different world um, oh my gosh, she was in Beach Street? Mm. She did a lot. She did, oh, she was in Malcolm X. But this woman is, she just so much. Well, she's at home with, um, the father above now. I'm glad that she's, um. You know she's away from all of this bullshit in this world. I'm um, sad that she she left at a uh, you know at the age that she was at, which was an um eighty five years old, and it was natural causes. So she built she she had a full life. Um. Thank you, Mary Alice, for everything that you have you know contribute and love that sweat thank you um I'm trying to think what else happened because um child hey 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 and I'll leave with this hey go check out HBO rap shit go check out HBO ratchet shit that's written up by, um, that's written and produced by, um, Issa. Issa Ray. That show is going to be a hit. I cannot, I'm already three episodes in and I can't wait for season two. They better give that season, they better give that, um, show a second season. Oh, and, um, what's that called again? Um, Athens Elementary is going to be on XBR Max. HBO seems to be snatching up a lot of shit. But, um, yeah, go check that out. And those were your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Drills. I've been your host, Atheria. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. For all of your Pokemon and Magic the Gathering trading cards and accessories, please visit jbmintcollectibles.com for great prices Wonderful customer service. And if you spend over $35, free shipping. Again, that is jdmintcollectibles.com. If you'd like to write to us, please contact us at cheapdealspodcast zero one at com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapdealspodcast01.